Welcome to the Raw Food Health Empowerment Podcast. I'm your host, Samantha Salmon, Certified Holistic Health Coach and author of You Can Afford to Be Healthy. And this podcast looks at a holistic approach to health from a multi-generational and multinational perspective of women of color. So first episode, you said when you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to make the distinction here, just so it's clear for people. The difference between meal planning and meal prepping, because I I don't think that everyone um, is in a position where they have to meal prep all the time, or they need to. Some people have they you know usually if you have very little money, you have a lot of time, and if you have um, little time, you have a significant amount of money. So with one of those resources, that's how you basically need to um, get your food situation together. So for the meal planning, everybody can really do meal planning. It's just having an idea of what you're going to have for breakfast, lunch, and dinner throughout the week and knowing where you're going to get that food from. Either you're making it or someone else is making it, but you have a plan so that you you know set yourself up for success. So you're not, you know, stopping at Dunkin' Donuts on the way somewhere because you're hungry and there's nothing around. You've already planned, you know, your meals and for that whole situation. Meal prepping is actually preparing your meals for the week. And that's, that really segues into the topic for this, for today is um, your morning routine. I want you to really highlight this because I feel like a lot of people could learn from it and gain a lot from it on how you structure your morning to set up your day for success, especially for young women in their 30s with kids and they have a husband and they're struggling, um, trying to balance making healthy meals for themselves and their families and, you know, being a mom, working 40 hours a week, all of that. So, this is something like your morning routine when you were in your heyday, mm-hmm. right? You were running your salon mm-hmm. and you didn't even work 40 hours a week. You worked crazy amount Some, of hours. Sometimes 60, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, oh, but that's good too, because you, there was a, a period where you didn't do it all on your own. No. So kind of explain, because like there are some women who have, the financial resources, they are, you know, leaders in companies and or organizations and they have the resources to get help. It makes sense for, for them to get help. And I definitely encourage people, if you have the money, invest it wisely. Okay. Um, yeah, but maybe you could speak on that. Okay, so I, I did it all, all the above that you had said and even more. Mm-hmm. I've been there, done that. If the average person do their grocery shopping, whatever day of the week you do your grocery shopping, but you mm-hmm. do the shop, right? Although they right. said the best day to shop is Friday and Saturday because the fresh goods come in on Wednesday and Thursday. So I usually shop on Monday when I, which usually, yes, on Mondays. Um, when I had my business, now my day, it, it fluctuates now a little, but when I had the business, I usually do it on Monday. And yes, I had somebody in my home that was taking care of you. And I had to bring in the stuff that I want 
the person to provide to prepare for you. So mm-hmm. I provide the stuff and she prepare it. Now it was a little different because she was the kind of nanny that she she loved you to death. So she feel like she can bring you anything when she coming over that you like to eat. Well, that's I forgive her for that. She just did it out of love. Okay. <laughs> I think about her all the time because I know. I'm still dealing with cavities. <laughs> yes, I did that. She did that out of love, though. Yeah. Right. But um, the fact that she was a vegetarian, it just shocked me that she wasn't pushing to you what she gave to herself. She was a, a pescatarian. A pescatarian. Okay, because she eat fish. Yeah. Yeah. And I eat very little fish, though, you know. Hmm. But anyhow... Uh, that's that's another story (laughs) (laughs) but i usually do my shopping and that's one of the things that i i talk when i talk about plan Mm -hmm. your your plan is if just let's say you're planning to buy a house right Mm -hmm. that's a big item example big item is a house you you have to really plan you can't just get up one day and say okay i'm gonna buy a house to me, planning your life is even more important than buying a house because you can stay right there in an the apartment and still live. But you go to the supermarket and you plan what you want to put in your body because you have a choice. And I always say to people, don't blame the stuff on the food. Blame yourself because you're the one who do the shopping. You bring it in the house. Like I'm here sometimes and I need a snack. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'm very hard on myself. I could slap myself, but there's no snack because the things I want to snack on is not there. So I have to eat the stuff I buy that I know is good for me. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. you, so you really have to plan because if you don't plan, you're going to fail. How are you going to fail? You're going to fail in health. And that's the failure I'm talking about. So, so okay. So back then when you had the store running. Mm-hmm. I remember you waking up at like five in the morning. Sometime earlier. Yeah. Cause remember well, sometime I jump up with you to exercise at four o'clock. You can't remember that. No. When, <laughs> when I put on my exercise suit and I sit down and watch you exercising. Oh yeah. No, it wouldn't have been at four, ma. I oh don't think yes. I would ever get up before Man, you five. get me up at four o'clock. You say, mom, you got to get up. We got to exercise. And I'll watch you exercise. Cause you had to leave to go to school when you're going to NYU Mm. it's all right (laughs) so so okay so what was your morning routine like you wake up at five or four I get up very early because I used to be on a a, um, regular exercise routine my treadmill Mm -hmm. and I used to work out with with one of this um the guy from um I think he was from Hawaii I don't know oh uh uh Tony, is it? Tony? No, his name is not Tony. Body by Jake. No, not a body by Jake. Um, yeah. His name wasn't Jake. Yeah, it's body. Oh, Gilad. 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 I used to work out with him every morning. But anyhow, um, those are, those were my, the reason why I was able to do this, right? And I'm not saying yeah. a lot of people have that, you know, but it's a sacrifice I made to add that luxury. Because yeah. having someone in the house to help me with you, it give me a break to take care of myself. And I mm-hmm. think that's one of the things that helped me even today. Because if I wasn't taking my care of myself then, I wouldn't be the person I am right now. Yeah, It's not what I'm doing now is helping me. It's what I used to do before. 
but I used to work out a lot. I used to exercise a lot. And I was never the type of person to buy food out and eat. I always bring food from the house. Sometimes I would have Aunt Vi send my food down when Dan is going to school to pick you up. When Dan used to go to Miss, um, the Montessori school to get you, I would get yeah. my, my, my meals, you know? And that's Uncle Dan. That's your brother. My so brother. So it's a family affair. You it was a, a support. Oh, man. Yeah. I had a wonderful support from my family. That's one thing I yeah. can tell you. Between my mother, Molly, um, Uncle Dan, and Aunt Chris. Aunt Chris was a very good support, too, because she helped me a lot with you. And that, too, gave me a break. Yeah. Because I feel it for people with children now, you know, because I'm, you know, I'm, I'm one of those. I have a very tender heart when they come on to kids. Like, it's, it's not very easy with people with kids, but they can make it a little easier them, on themselves. Because whatever you feed your kid when your kid is young, that's what the kid going to want to eat when they get older. Mm-hmm. This is why a lot of ch- children love potato chips and they love this and look as their mother always stick it in their mouth, stick it in their mouth. But that's because one it's easier for them. Exactly. So that's why this this is the the main point I want to take away. One one I love the fact that you pulled on your family for support and that they in turn responded by being supportive. Mm-hmm. That's important that I don't think um many people are doing so much now. I don't know if it's an ego thing or because we're moving away from each other or what it is, but that's important. And secondly, like you said you made the sacrifice you invested in your self-care. And I must say, from my experience watching you, and I had this conversation with my husband this past week, that the reason why I'm so good at taking care of myself and I really put my foot down, like I take care of myself first and foremost is because I watched you practice self-care a lot. Like you would take baths and light candles and (laughs) you would put different oils and scents in the bath. Like you would have scrubs and like all this stuff. You really treated yourself very nicely like yeah. you you really take took care of yourself mm-hmm. and um I do the same and I've always done that and I think that's because I've watched you and I, I learned from your example and so for me it seems very simple that like yeah of course you do those things and of course you spend money on it why wouldn't you spend money on it what's the money for you know mm-hmm. <laughs> if you if you don't invest in your self-care um but yeah so to the morning routine and the structure. So you would wake up at five and what are you doing between that time and heading to work? Okay. So my morning routine, I get up, I do my little devotion. Um, at that time, I'm going to be quite honest with you. I wasn't so much into such deep devotion like I am now because everything I had to cut it short. So my little prayer was very short. I jump on the treadmill. I usually uh, work out for one hour, 30 minutes on the treadmill and 30 minutes um, exercise. And then after that, I take my shower and I have my breakfast. And I make sure that, you know, you and um, grandma was taken care of, which which you were. And I head off for work. And sometimes I'll be at work until, um, I'll be at work until late, late hours. Yeah, you would get in at like what time and leave at what time? Um, I would leave the house sometime eight thirty, and then mm-hmm. I'll get in like about ten, eleven o'clock sometimes. Some days I get in early, and you know, and early would be like seven, seven, eight. yeah, seven, eight o'clock. 
Yeah, so mm-hmm. those are pretty long hours. Very Most long. people but I usually, working for a company right. don't work But I usually come out. home to see that you do your homework. Right. Which is so, which I'm thankful to you, Sam. Thank you. Because I never have to say, Sam, do your homework. Sam, do this. Sam, no, you were very disciplined. And I give God thanks for that. See, you made it easy too. It seems yeah. like you had a plan. So you made it easy. So what about what about your son? He didn't make it easy? Oh, Chuck? Yeah. You know, the funny thing about Chuck, um, Chucky wasn't a person who studied, but he usually passes tests. I don't understand how that works. Yeah. <laughs> I still try to figure it out. Yeah. I used to scream at him a lot, you know, like when I scream on him to study, you open the book and then he leave the book open and that's it. That's how he studied. <laughs> and he's not around the table, but the book is open. But he ended up passing, getting good grades. So, you know, I give God thanks for that. Yeah. Yeah. The Lord work in a mysterious way, Sam. <laughs> it always works out that way you know exactly how, how ironic things are yeah. like um we there was a video i shared in the group and this is somewhat related to what you just said mm-hmm. uh what they were talking about the fattest place on earth i don't know if you if you um saw it but in this community in samoa over 90 percent of the population is obese right and uh this woman came in she didn't really look that okay so first they had a woman in the clinic mm-hmm. who was so obese that her foot wasn't even flat her foot was so swollen and it looked like a boat the bottom of it and they were scraping off the sore at the bottom you know while she without any anesthesia she couldn't really feel it she fell asleep because she's so big that you know She's just falling asleep. You know, the body just doesn't even really work properly at that point. Mm -hmm. And they're scraping off this stuff. And this woman, she doesn't have, um, she's not at risk, even though her foot was in such bad shape, she wasn't at risk of losing her foot. Uh They were able to just scrape off the bad part at the bottom and re-bandage it. Mm -hmm. But then a woman that I would consider, you know, yeah, she's overweight, but she looks normal compared to American standards. She looks pretty normal. Mm -hmm. And she's at risk for amputation, for losing her leg. And I'm like, look how ironic this is. I've seen people here, even in California, where a husband and wife team, the woman is super, super big. And she says she's healthy. She have no problems. Meanwhile, her skinny husband has diabetes. You know, yeah. the world just life just works like that sometimes, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but so, OK, so back to the topic about uh, your morning routine. So figure like you have to leave the house at 830. That's three and a half hours. You basically budgeted yourself for, you know, make eating breakfast. I eat um, breakfast sh- at home. Yeah. I eat um I eat lunch at work and sometimes I eat dinner at work. But you know, when saying that I don't come home every I was flexible because I had people working. So mm-hmm. I could leave and come home sometimes in the day. You understand to check up on things and so especially when Ch- you know, with Chucky being so young and he was still here. Because mm-hmm. he didn't leave home until 18. But I usually get um, split, uh, leave the shop sometime and come in and check on things, you know? So yeah. it wasn't like I was just sitting there all day because I have people working so I could leave them and come, you know? So then that was because my brother is about 11 years older than me. So 
his his experience he's he's almost mine. 12 years old and he almost 12 almost 12 right so um for from my experience what i remember was basically the same for your morning routine although at one point Avai was not around anymore right and that was the making, hectic part yes you were making uh meals in the morning for everybody even daddy right and refrigerating and freezing exactly. stuff and basically we would just come home and warm stuff up yes and i don't remember you coming home um with me like i don't remember ever you ever seeing you at home in the day yeah i came home uh, quite a few times in the days and um but not to stay just come home and check on things and then go back you know just hearing you say that and having that experience mm -hmm. where people could say oh other people are doing it gives them um i don't know i guess permission to <laughs> wake up earlier and just use that time for themselves it gives them hope you know like um yeah yeah it gives them hope because it's it's you know we have free will let's put it that way i have a choice because i could just lay up in my bed but then i probably would be to be quite honest with you i my my whole life only struggle with a 10 pound overweight back and forth 10 pounds you know mm -hmm. i've never yeah. been a fat person my biggest struggle is i always have a 10 pound on that i want to be 10 pound lighter sometimes i might i might lose the 10 pound and they come back on gradually mm -hmm. but it's not really from eating bad food right you know what i'm saying so i don't know and it's st i'm still wondering why because up to now i'm still thinking why when i lose 10 pounds it stay off for a while and then it come back on maybe i'm getting too comfortable yeah well monday's show is about um the 10 possible reasons that you could be gaining weight even though you're eating healthy yeah so look out for that okay all right <laughs> look out for that so we, we, we're still talking about that food okay um the planning and stuff and you know like yeah. before we, we we drift away from that yeah like well, i do my food shopping i always do i never if if i have to ask daddy to go to the store your dad to mm -hmm. buy anything i i specifically write down exactly what he should buy because i'm a person who read label like i never pick up anything in the store and don't read the label it's the nutrition um, facts. It's very right. important because you 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 want to make sure what you put in in your body is very nutritious, and you don't want to pack it with the wrong kind of fat either. Mm -hmm. So that's something that should always be read the label and where the food come from. Because I remember once I bought some black rice, and he says, "Mom, let me see the label of the black rice." And we really said, mm, "I don't want none. It's from China." You remember saying that to me? I probably would say no, something. No, you did. Like that. You did. Because <laughs> you told me that China had a, a chemical burn on the land there for some time, and it's, the burn is still there. So you don't know how they were able to grow stuff or whatever. So you were very finicky about, you know. Not when you were very young, you know. This happened in the last 10 years or so. Oh. Yeah. Well, there's there's Fukushima, which my mother-in-law is always reminding me about, mm -hmm. about, you know, so because of you know, yeah, because of you, I don't buy any food from China. Well, yeah, I mean, all the Facebook videos you see where they're even dying uh, 
I saw that. that yes. look like lettuce, yes. but it's not lettuce. I like... don't buy garlic from uh, nothing. No garlic, no ginger. Uh, no, no. If if it's not from the United States, I don't bother with it. Yeah, it's hard to trust. You got to be very discerning now when it comes to food because there's so many um, and unethical you know, people. They have a saying: when you're out, throw it out. <laughs> yeah. So don't use it. Don't buy it. Don't bring it in. Yeah. Seriously, on that note, yeah. my husband, if I buy something, he's the most finicky person to shop for. If I buy something, I need to check every single portion of the wrapping because if I bring it home and something end up with a hole or a tear, he will not eat it. You think somebody injects something in it? I don't know what he's thinking, but I have bought so many things. The last thing was... um a pack of like nutrition bars it was in the box he took them out the box and they all were un like they had like a cut in the back where it's flapped over like even if it was out i wouldn't even have noticed so now when i take them i inspect i have to inspect everything but you can't take it out the box <laughs> i inspect it and then put it in the box and then cash it i mean well yeah with him you have to do a whole bunch of stuff oh, okay. so that's the thing when you're shopping for some people. And you know it is what it is. Mm -hmm. I, I understand. Like, at times, it has really aggravated and frustrated me. But I have seen, you know, I've seen some stuff where I, and it, it makes sense. Plus, mm -hmm. he's not from this country. And I remember, like, you know, I'm sure there's some things that happen, you know, in Poland that make people feel a certain way. Because yeah. I remember, like, with Grandma coming from Jamaica, she used to always say, don't leave your shoes outside, you know? Yeah. Or don't, or don't take your shoes off or leave them around, you know, because like, I guess she, I guess in Jamaica, people would put powder um, in people's yeah, shoes. Yeah. And, it's a, it's a thing. You see this, that's the only way that she told me that they can hurt you. Cause my mother never believed in um, food in, um, that people can work things. Anyway, they call it voodoo or whatever they want to call it. Mm -hmm. But she, she said that, you must be careful with your food and your clothes. Because what happened, there is something, I don't I don't know, most Jamaican can refer to it. I think it's called Akam or something like that. There's a thing they can put in your shoes and mm -hmm. your foot, you will swell to death. You you swell till you die. Mm -hmm. If somebody really uh, hate you, they can do that. So, you know, Sam, the enemy is busy. So you have to sometimes take heed to those things. Yeah. So when it even if they sound crazy. Exactly. So that's why <laughs> that's why when you saw the food from China, you might eat it today, it tastes good and okay, but in the next five years down the line, you hear that you come up with so, some strange kind of cancer in your body because yeah. you have been eating this food, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's better to be safe than sorry. Yeah, well, so. sometimes I rather do without it. I deprive myself and do without certain things before I get sick. I don't. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, uh, as far as going home with your grocery, because you want to know about um, making how easy you make it. With me, mm -hmm. I'm just telling you how I do it. When I come home with my vegetable or whatever, I, I don't just toss my stuff in the fridge. Once I bring them from the store, I wash everything before I put them in the refrigerator. See, because, oh, yeah. yes, that's very important. Wash your stuff because you don't want to put bugs in the fridge. Even if it's organic, wash. The greens. Wash. Yes, wash. And once you wash them and put them away, it's like you almost start prepping. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. So. See, when I when I buy greens, though, I don't wash them. 
um, until I'm ready for them because when they hit water, they'll go bad faster. Well, if your if your greens are in a bag and you have it in the fridge, that's okay. Mm -hmm. But when I come home with things like bell pepper, um, uh, potatoes, like I buy the red potatoes. Mm -hmm. Because those things, you know, they, they, they have them on the soil and stuff and bugs and stuff can come on them. Things that you yeah. need to wash, you know, you wash it first before you, you know, certain things you just can't wash because they might spoil. Because I think right. they were talking about cherries, you shouldn't wash cherries and put it in the fridge, just wash it when you're ready to eat it. Yeah. But you can examine your, your stuff very well to make sure bugs are not in there. In the and I think. That saves time. Yeah, too, in the winter here. time, it's not a problem. You don't have as much bug as you have in the summertime. Mm. Yeah. But anyhow, I hope this is of a little help to someone, you know. Yeah. Would you like to close us off with something? You always have some sad news. Oh, no. You know, we're not. I, I, <laughs> I, I realized when you said last time that I don't watch the, I don't watch, I don't have TV or whatever, right? Yeah. But the thing is, I get the news, but you know what? I don't, um, I don't, I, I, I purposely set up my life to keep negative negativity out. That's where choices come in. Yes. Yeah. And fill it with positivity. So I may see something, but I won't spend too much time there. You know, okay. I don't get in, in depth in a lot of things because right. there's a lot of stuff. I mean, with all the news, you can be pulled 20 different ways. But I know, like, I have only 24 hours in a day, and there are certain things that are priorities for me. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, things that are going to drown me too much in negativity, I, I don't really I don't really spend too much time doing it. Well, so because of that, yeah. I may not know every little thing as soon as it happens. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But, well, you know, you uh, know, um, Sam, like, my whole life, I, I tell you, when I was young, I, I did care for my younger siblings. So I have this heart for children that anything with kids just melt my heart. I, just, I like to watch them sing. I like to watch them play. I think kids are so cute. They're so funny, the things they say, because they're so innocent. I enjoy mm -hmm. children. So um, last week was a very sad week for me when I was talking about the darker kids and so but I mm -hmm. prayed, I cried, I prayed, I cried, I prayed, I cried. I don't think I have any more tears left. But thank God, 500 of them was able to re reunite with their parents. And you know we serve a living God. And by the grace of God, the rest of the kids will be able to reunite. That's my prayer. And for all the yeah. prayer warriors out there, Max and them, please pray for this country. Because this country is going down. Whether they want to believe it or not, it is going down. Anytime you start to interfere with the next generation trying to ruin children, this country is going down. So we have to be very prayerful because that's something mm -hmm. we don't want to see happen. Yeah, I, I think that, um, you know, God in his infinite wisdom has a plan for everyone and everything. And I, I only hope and wish for the best. I expect the best. You know, right now, America's going through its the worst. own evolution. The, yeah, the worst it's ever been since I live here. The worst. It's, it's an evolution, you know. Just like a person has ups and downs in life, this country has ups and downs. And so 
it, it will work. Everything will work out because this is not the first time in America's history we've had to reevaluate our beliefs and how we treat people and, you know, what's right and wrong. It's not the first and it won't be the last. You know? Yeah, because so, these are souls that they're dealing with, you know, they, you understand these are souls. These are precious souls. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. But I, I like the conversation that's happening right now about how childhood trauma affects everybody Hello. later in life. Hello. You know, yes. you look at these people who are killing, who exactly. doing these mass killings and ISIS and how ISIS was created, that whole mentality of what happens. And this is very much relevant to health empowerment because it's not when you care for yourself and you find true love and spirituality, spirituality is very important in terms of your health journey. Exactly. Um, you love yourself, you understand spirit, love, and in that, you know how to be God's love in the world. Yep, it, and so uh, you don't, you don't create this type of thing, you mm -hmm. know? And so I feel like that energy is growing as people become more spiritually mature. Yes. And it's happening. I mean, in the media, you would think it's not because they like to promote a lot of negativity um, on there a lot. Like there, but there, there are, there's another side to the conversation that's not getting as much attention. Yeah. So. Well, usually positive things don't get attention. Yeah. Yeah. You won't, yeah. yeah. And that's a, that's a whole nother thing right there. It's like, we are complicit in that as a community. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We need to start looking at ourselves and what we choose to pay attention to, what we choose to uplift and augment, you know, we kind of feed into this whole thing. So, yes. <clears throat> and, and we have choices, you know, we have choices, mm -hmm. you know, God give us free will. So we have choices and we, we, we can make bad choice or good choice, but we have to love ourselves enough to make the best of the choices. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, you as a Virgo, because mm -hmm. Virgos are very sensitive. They will cry, and <laughs> you know. Especially for certain things. Yeah, certain things. Yeah. That, yeah. So with that type of energy, though, um, like I love that you're so into self-care yeah. when it comes to um, like ab absorbing other people's traumas you know definitely put some limits on that yes i i will have to but you know yeah you know what it is because of my relationship that i have with the lord i don't carry it by myself as soon as well, that's good. yes that's as soon good. as that happened i pray about it and i feel much better and you know okay. god do answer prayer because he proved it to me that this week 500 of the kids were united with their parents so there is a god yeah. that I depend on. So I am not carrying this alone. Well, that's good. He dry, that's good. he wipe every tears that fall from my eyes, Sam. He know my that's tears good. and he know the pain. But God is able, okay? Yes, yes. Awesome. Yeah. On that note, have a blessed, blessed day. Thank you so much, Mom. You too, sweetheart. I love you. Bye-bye. Right. I love you too. Take bye -bye. care. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening today. Please be sure to subscribe so you're notified on all our future episodes when they're released.